Hey, Will I Like It listeners, do you like a good cup of coffee, one that's rich, flavorful, and ethically sourced? Then you need to check out Dynasty of Coffee, a Yorkshire-based online coffee business that offers a range of expertly crafted blends. All of their coffee is roasted to order to ensure freshness, and they're committed to nurturing the well-being of both individuals and the planet. Whether you're a fan of a bold, strong coffee or a smooth and mellow one, Dynasty of Coffee has a blend for you. Their four main blends are inspired by different British dynasties, Saxon, Viking, Tudor, and a decaf Hanoverian. So if you're looking for a delicious and ethically sourced cup of coffee, head to dynastyofcoffee.co.uk today and use the code SAXON10, that's SAXON, all capital letters, 10, at checkout for 10% off your first order. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Will I Viking podcast. Today I'm at Ariba in Denmark. Um, my guest is Sarah Moores. Hi. Uh, from Viking Clan Zibitz. Yes. <laughs> um, and we are making... Uh, royal horse broth, a recipe from Daniel Sierra, who you talked to recently. I did, uh, His yeah. book, An Early Meal. So it's a really nice, rich, flavorful horse recipe. It's good for beginners. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something that we get in England, so we, yeah. It was by sort of semi-request. I think you'd mentioned it at one point. Yeah, because it's a lot of people, horse or goat are some of the more unusual meats that we work with. People are most interested in joining us when we have those on the recipe. So on the menu, sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm going to have to try and get some in England, I think. Yeah. Well, if I like it, we'll see. <laughs> I'm sure you'll like or it. Or like it. Do I like it? <laughs> yeah, the test <laughs> is for you today, not me. Yeah. <laughs> could all go wrong <laughs> uh, so we should probably start off by explaining to anyone that doesn't know what Viking Clan Zivitz is or does well, we're a family um, mainly uh, with added on tagalongs that we've adopted into our family which is why we chose the name clan instead of family yeah. um, so where did it start? It started with Christian's dad. He was doing archery and got a bit bored of archery and moved into biking archery. So with his wife and then they took Christian's kids along as well because uh, grandparents and kids activity. So and then one summer, oh, about nine years ago now, uh, we got a phone call saying, we need some extra bodies. If we make you clothes, will you come and help? It's only for one day. And then here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and you do, I think you, you have quite a focus on food now. Like. We do. We do a lot of cooking. That was the interest that we had when we started off because we've been scouts growing up and love cooking on wood fires and things like that. Yeah. And it's kind of progressed more into a, a living as a Viking. So we know lots of little bits of trades, but we don't have a main focus. It's all the skills you'd need as a Viking family to survive. And then we do a crazy winter experiment. <laughs> so, um, where we come here in February for a week because so many people ask, what's it like to live in a Viking house in the winter? Hmm. So we decided to try it and find out. And we've been doing it for five years now. 
So it's and cold. It? It's okay. cold because <laughs> uh, the houses are empty from the November, October, November until we come in the February. Yeah. So this year we managed to borrow a big diesel uh, fan heater to heat the house up first. And Is that authentic? No, but it's not authentic a house being empty for four months in the winter <laughs> either. That? So yeah. that was the balance. And we actually yeah. got up to 22, 22 degrees inside. It wasn't that cold this year, though. It was about seven or eight outside in the yeah, day. It was a mild winter where we it, were as well. It was, yeah. but we've had it minus 16 and snowing outside. Wow. And that was from a cold start. And that night, I think we got it up to nine degrees. Yeah. So although nine is still quite cold, the temperature difference, That's a big difference. it's a big yeah, difference. Yeah. So the houses work really well if you know how to use them yeah. and don't leave them empty for four months. <laughs> I should probably quickly mention, because I didn't, uh, so this is Christian in the background as well. Another one of the Zivit screw. Yeah. Our kitchen skivvy. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case it comes up later and you come in on the conversation. Like, who's that strange Who that person <laughs> hanging around in the background? So I've done all your leeks. Good, thank you. Uh, you've done cheese. I've done cheese and the horse and the fennel. And this is the, the root vegetables to go with it. So we'll take them away because we don't want them in the pot yet. Okay. So they're going separately. So, yes. Are you nearly ready? Is the I'm fire ready? ready? Yeah. Okay. Because we need to fry the leeks first. Um, are they, yes, butter's okay, isn't it? So I can butter's fry them fine. in butter. Yeah. Yes, just needed to double check. For those watching, Emma's got a dairy allergy. Some of you probably already know. So we're trying not to poison her today. Yes. <laughs> no. Even though she's from the church. Uh, it's in the washing up bowl. Yeah. It's so. almost like we've raided from England. And we've got <laughs> Christian nun. Where are you from? Linda's farm, you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, we need to keep some of the horse separate as well, don't we? Yep. Right. So we're going to cook two pots? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, we'll have three actually. Because we need to put the root vegetables in a separate pot to cook. Okay. So this is why we, last night I said just bring all the iron. So we're a very wealthy Viking family <laughs> with all this iron available. So, uh, yeah, we're in the outdoor kitchen at the moment, um, outside the longhouse at Reba. Um, and Christian's going to tell us a little bit about how Reba actually got started originally. Yep. The, it's started by two school teachers 29 years ago. They were working at a local school uh, closer to uh, the ocean in that direction. Nobody can see that. But. <laughs> and uh, they were having uh, classes for uh, skill kits that were practical skill, but not so uh, much into schoolwork. Yeah. And then they had an idea about doing something more with the history of the country. So they started buying the farm over here. We got the commune, the council in over that, and uh, started developing the idea here. And the longhouse was actually the first building that was built about 26 years ago. And that's still the original? Uh, it's not quite. Nice. There has been uh, alterations done because it's built uh, without any modern preservation. preservation yeah. No oil, no uh, tar, no nothing. Okay. So it's straight on the ground, straight yeah. in the ground. So yeah. unfortunately it rots. Yeah. But it's still going strong. So. Yeah, it's a lovely building. 
Yeah. Um, so then from there they've gradually extended the site. Everything has just yeah. slowly uh, evolved from there on, and yeah. uh, more houses come too. And uh, the latest addition is uh, Ring Fortress because the neighbor, the husband of the neighbors, didn't like this idea, didn't like the things here, but the wife was very keen on it. So when she had to move, she sold it to here. That's why uh, the center is so big today. Okay. And then funding from different bigger companies and yeah. stuff for, for building stuff here. So it's just a slowly evolving process. Yeah. Um, and it, it's always open pretty much just throughout the summer months, I think you said, didn't you? The uh, big spring market starts around yeah. the 1st of May. Yeah. And uh, we close up in October in what we call the autumn holiday uh, from our schools here. And yeah. then the sensors close the whole winter for maintenance and repairs. So what's next? We've got some horse going in. Yeah. Ooh. Have you taken some out? No. Oh, oh, is it with this? no, is that's alright together. It's when we put the cheese in. So that's got to come out before the cheese goes right. in. Right. Yeah. So how long has uh, Viking Fancy Bits been working at Reba? How long officially the clan we have been working for, if you could call it like that, for yeah. four years? We've been helping around, supporting. No, it was at the beginning of COVID. Nineteen. Four years. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we really started getting more heavily involved. Yeah. Yeah. Coming here before that. Sorry. So. So, but your dad worked here for the whole time we've been coming here. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. He works three days a week down at the archery room. So. But yes, basically, we were our winter experiment when that started. We started getting more involved and mm. giving hands to. So, yeah. 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 Maintenance, volunteering, and just helping whenever we are here. Cooking for volunteers. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Always important to feed them. Yeah. Well, good food and uh, a good night's sleep helps a lot. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> does. <laughs> Yeah, although these days we're usually too busy actually doing the maintenance work to cook anymore, which is a bit sad. It's a trade-off. So yeah. We have a reputation for being good at making calls in Viking ah. houses now, so that was a learning by doing. You're supposed to do the first one badly so they don't ask you again, right? <laughs> yeah. But if we did the first one badly, we wouldn't have been allowed to borrow the house in the winter. Ah, okay. Yeah. So it was a compromise. Sorry. Thank well, you. <laughs> it's one of the things about recreating Viking Age food, though, is like the ingredients we yeah. have are not the ingredients yeah. that they had. Exactly. The, or the great orange carrot debate. Yeah. Yes. There's other things like beetroot, probably was for the green and not the bulb itself. Yes. And, you know, it, it's and I'm not changed. actually, and there's differences between what you could get in Britain and what you could get here as well, because we yeah. can't use lentils. And I'm not 100% sure about beetroot either. So, Ooh. not for here. Yeah, I'm not, I, sure. I'm not I know quite definitely for us. Yeah. But, but there's stuff like rosemary that we can use. Yeah, and we can't, but we the have. Romans bought it. Yeah. And it's honey as well. Honey was very sacred because it yeah. was wild honey. That was all they had here. So you saved it for the mead making. Whereas the Romans taught you guys how to have beehives and things. So. Said it before we say it again, what did the Romans ever do? <laughs> <laughs>
straight roads, sanitation, I've beehives. Got my stick in the van. I should have had it out. Yeah, you should have done. That would be a spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> it would. We'd be like, what are you doing? Are you going fishing? Head first into the fishing lake. <laughs> so, yeah. How did you end up in Denmark? <laughs> I'm sure people have worked out by now. That I'm you not have Danish. A big Danish accent. <laughs> no, no. I um, decided to go travelling, and as I've already said, I was a scout. So I was yeah. work volunteering at scout centres around Europe, and ended up stuck in Denmark for three years. And then stuck. when yeah, stuck because people kept going, please come and work at our centre. Okay. No, come and work at ours. Yeah. Like, okay. And then I went right enough. Now I need to travel, and I went all the way to Australia. Oh and traveled around there. And then when I got back, the scout centre I worked at heard I was back and called me and said, we need you. We come back and be a full-time employee. And then I met him while I was here. And yeah. then uh, the money ran out as it did around the 2010, 11. It was a little bit tight finances around here. So um, I decided mm -hmm. to stay, so. And then, so you were both pulled into the Viking stuff at the same time, you said before. It was through it was, his parents. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's interesting that you were a scout leader previously. Because mm. you find that a lot with Vikings, where yeah. we are. In yeah. Fact, even our group leader is involved with the scouts and yeah. other people as well that we know. That there seems to be a lot of crossover. It is. It's that way of life and back to basics and not having electricity and running water and that's really similar. Only we yeah. just wear different clothes doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. Better clothes. <laughs> <laughs> May, yeah. Maybe. Uh, no. Not dissing scouts, but I'd rather no. wear this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Gore-Tex jackets and rainy days like this might be... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> They dry a bit yeah. quicker, yeah, and they're a lot less heavy. But yeah, so we've we've spoken a bit about Reba being built or rebuilt as it is now. Yeah. Um, so, do you know much about it from the Viking era as a as a settlement? This area where the centre is uh, don't have any archaeological finds. None at all. None at all out here. But yeah. this location where we are now, with the longhouse, the outdoor kitchen, or, and the whole farm. It is found about eight kilometers south of here, yeah. in a small town called Eerbegdeling, but all the way out at the the water. Yeah. So, uh, so that's an archaeological find. Yeah. Compared with all the housing that goes to it, up mm. in uh, in what we call the town, mm. there are the White House, the Ribehus, yeah. where we normally stay. Yeah. Is an archaeological find that comes from downtown Ribe and has the same distance from the marketplace as it has here at the center, yeah. just about. It was sitting right on the outskirts of the, of the, the marketplace. Mm. Yeah. And there is a, a stream or a river. I'm not quite sure how to, how a big it is. A stream. A stream goes through town. And the other uh, cluster of houses, the ting house, the guest house, the wood shop, and the little red Schumacher house, as we call it, Mm. They were all found on the banks of of that one, and all for Ribe's town up there is from around 825. Yeah, and the farm here is from around 980. Yeah, 
Yeah. So nothing was actually found on this plot of land, which is why yeah. it was okay to build here. Yeah, but no, that makes perfect it's, sense. It's all yeah. from different areas yeah. around the town of Reba because it's the oldest town in Denmark. Okay. Yeah. 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 So you get Heitable. Yeah, exactly. They have that trouble at Heitable because there's so much in the ground still. Yeah. That, so they're not allowed to dig for fires or for anything in the ground there in case they disturb something, yeah. which makes yeah. it difficult. But they wanted to build it at the site. So that's an advantage of Reba not being on anything historical that we can Just dig a pit anything. and make yeah, birch bark tar or fire pots. We don't have to worry about damaging anything. Yeah. So, but yeah. all the different places around the center, as Christian said, are from finds around the town of Reba. Yeah, spanning quite a few hundred years there. Yeah. 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 Among others, the church is thought to be from uh, Bishop and Ska. And he mm. comes up from south of Hamburg, maybe a little bit more south. Yeah. Comes up here, but they haven't found any uh, evidence from it because they think it's located under the dome church in Riva to day. Yeah, the cathedral. Yeah. The cathedral. Yeah. So they can't go in and, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just move this little <laughs> and then we can dig around. Can we dig under yeah. your cathedral, <laughs> please? Yeah, no, they go on the same ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Sacred but, ground. Yeah. yeah. So but that's what we, that's what they think that there is evidence, but it is buried under the cathedral. Yeah. So. And the style of it is from other churches of a similar age. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, nice. Shall I just make for everybody? Or? I'm going to have some more. You're going to have some more. Do you want, you've got some butter on this time. Is that better? Even better. Mm. You might have to do half rations for tea. Maybe I didn't make enough bread. After all that. Do you want to do your own or should I just play mum? You play mum. Oh. <laughs> and ladies You're first. <laughs> Oh, that was a I lot of butter. butter. Ah, it's not today, I'm afraid. Our Viking butter makers back at school today. <laughs> not too bad. No. No, we're cooked very nicely. Thank you. Done it a few times. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So we're cooking horse today. Yes. Um, which, as we said before, is not something that we get in England. And I, I can't remember now if it was on camera or not, but I was saying that it's possibly even forbidden for Saxons. Yes. So I'm being a naughty Saxon today. Very naughty. <laughs> um, but so a horse would have been, would it have been a common meat for Vikings? I'm not, I don't think it would have been common because mm. horses were important and they were special. Yeah. And they were often buried with important people. Mm. And uh, we have the remains of a horse here at the sacrificial place in honor of the gods. So it was a very important animal mm. to them. So, but then people say, if, it's, if you make a sacrifice of a horse, how is it okay to eat it? Yeah. And then the thing about the Scandinavian, the Nordic religions in that way is that it's not a sacrifice unless it's something that you would have had yourself. Okay. So by eating the horse, but then giving a part of it to the gods, that means that you can't eat that bit. And that's where the sacrifice comes in, rather than you sacrificing the whole animal and wasting it. So if you were sacrificing an animal for someone that had died, you would eat some of that? Yeah. Yeah, as we are now. That's how we under... Um, that's how it's understood. 
at the yeah, moment. As with, with all the, these things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can so never say for certain. The, um, the Asatro religion, which is the, the modern version of the Vikings religion, that's uh, the belief that they write about and how they explain it in their yeah. histories. Yeah. So, yeah. But presumably, because I can't remember from Daniel's book, but this is called a royal... Royal horse broth, yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't an everyday food. Yeah. It was still a special thing. So. A lot like it is today, funnily enough. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Special, special occasions. occasions. Yeah. <laughs> when you've got Saxons for tea, yeah. pick up a horse. They're like, <laughs> we believe that the Pope's banned you from eating this, so please come and eat this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then dob us in later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were within sight of the church, so I'm sure we could arrange something. <laughs> and we've got our own nun sat in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Camera shy nun. <laughs> so, I think we need to put the cheese in there. Gonna now. Say, she's going to eat none of this. Oh, <laughs> boo. Um, we are recording this time, just so you know. <laughs> so if you don't want to be on the podcast. So <laughs> well, then you have to come and join us if you're having mead. Yeah, you need to join us. <laughs> join us. Join us on the dark side. Join us. Come and join us. Are you going to stay there or do you want to go No, you have way? to, you have you to come and join us. Join us. Yes. Are you moving up? No, sit in the middle. Are you right in the middle? Sit in the middle. Yeah. Because then you'll be picked up audibly. Okay. <laughs> Just till we finish. Quiet zips. <laughs> Quiet zips. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I haven't even had any meat yet. <laughs> oh. All right, so we've skipped ahead several hours, I guess, probably by now. Yeah. Um, so we got quite hungry and we actually ate the horse. Yeah. It was yeah. very nice. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. It was good food. Um, so we're going to drink some mead, mm. which I picked up from the Rebirth Center, which I can't remember. When did you say? What anniversary was it from? 1300 years anniversary for the town of Ribe. There we go. And there's a wasp going up my tunic. <laughs> They're very friendly, the wasps are. Yeah, they are very friendly. They're not like the aggressive English ones. <laughs> okay, so anyone needs to know, this is Emma. She doesn't normally appear on camera. No, we persuaded her. Yeah. <laughs> Bullied you. First. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> First appearance on the podcast. They get me down to the Well, you can. Uh, so we can uh, do the questions that I ask every guest at the end to round off the podcast. Can, can we say cheers and try Fish. our lovely meat? Cheers. Cheers. Gone. cheers. Yeah. Gone. Go on. Clinks, clinks, oh, clinks, 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 clinks. We can't clink with you with cover on. Where's the Ooh. jumper to keep my cup yeah. warm? <laughs> That's nice. It is very nice. Wasp <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Are you going to answer the questions too? You may as well, you're here. We've got a bonus guest today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should say, it's not, not me that stops Emma from coming on camera. It's personal choice. It might seem like it. <laughs> Yeah, so the first question is, if you had an unlimited budget, what would be your dream project? 
We can start your end if you like. Uh, to live here in a house for one and a half to two years, to actually do 12 months of consistency in self-sufficient, uh, like they would have done at that time. Yeah, to, to see what it's like year round. Because we come in the winter as well, but because there's that break from the autumn, it's, yeah, yeah it would be yeah. nice to go all the way through and see mm. how it is. So, so if anyone wants yeah. to pay our mortgage, <laughs> <laughs> so we can come. Twelve months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. We'd need a community, though, wouldn't you? Because you couldn't do it solo, I don't yeah. think. I am sure we wouldn't have problems roping people in to yeah. take. People would gladly uh, help and support and say. Yeah. But it's yeah. the funding that's the uh, biggest issue. Everything yeah. else is not that big a, an issue. Getting help yeah. and support and knowledge about how yeah. we yeah. would do it. It's not the issue, it's the funding about it. Mm -hmm. yeah. The rest can easily be done. Yeah. And Gavrin, from your response, you got the same answer. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I feel slightly yeah. mad saying it, but yes. Yeah. yeah. It would be good. That would be the yeah. icing on the cake of everything that we've worked at yeah. so far. Yeah. Let's make it happen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Someone set up a crowdfund. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to answer too, as you're here? Nothing at all. Okay. All right, so the next question is, do you think you could survive on a Viking Age diet? <laughs> yes, we yeah. do. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know for a fact. We, that's what yeah. we do when we're here. Yeah. yeah. Try to do it as authentic as possible with the materials they have had yeah. or mm. something that has been evolved from what yeah. they have. Yeah. yeah. We compromise a little bit for modern taste, so we're not having the same thing day in, day out, and yeah. things like that. We do change it round and... Cook more uh, high status, yeah, I would say. Fan fancy food. Fancy food, yeah. Because you have to feed people's souls. You can torment them with a lot of things, bad weather, <laughs> hard work, <laughs> but you've got to keep people fed. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think we could. No yeah. problem. That's not a problem. Yeah. Is there any food? Oh, actually, we didn't ask you, did we? Go on. Could you survive a Viking Age diet? Yeah, I could survive. I do like stew. Yeah. Uh, I can't eat dairy, so I'd probably lacking in nutrients mm. to a certain extent. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's not being able to just go to the shop. Chinese. I think every now and then I'd have a <laughs> craving for egg fried rice. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, see, and that ties into the next question, yeah. though, is is there any food you'd miss on a Viking Age diet? That's what I'd need. I could do it if someone could just bring me some egg fried rice like once a month. <laughs> <laughs> so Otherwise, you're not joining their project? No. I'll do it if I can get some egg fried rice yeah. at the gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you guys? Uh, at first I thought it would be like tea, coffee, those sorts yeah. of things. And then I was like, no, actually salt. Oh, so yeah. We uh, a few summers ago it was really hot, 30 plus degrees, and we were having to take in in salt and just having uh, those salt crackers, you know, for cheese and things, and it was just like yeah. oh, salt. salt. Sometimes you do too. Yeah. So I think we could manage yeah. with other hot, hot, warm drinks and things like that. Mm. Eventually mm. get used to it, but the salt. Yeah. Is that the same answer, or have you got? Yeah, yeah, I would say salt is a big issue because yeah. I'm brought up with a lot of salt in the food. But I actually think one should buy chocolate. Yeah, would be a a craving. But yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah salt in everyday life. That's that's a hard thing when we 
when we go here and stay and yeah. eat authentic. Mm. I don't think that's come up before. No. It's often your choc really? no, yeah. ch chocolate coffee stuff, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. salt. And those are my original salt, thoughts yeah, as well, because yeah. uh, yeah. salt's such a big part of the Danish diet, they put salt in everything. Yeah. So I, I get a lot of earache when I'm guarding the salt pot. <laughs> no salt. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, you're only the second episode I've done this question. Oh. So it depends if people like it. It might no. not stick. But, <laughs> no no uh, pressure. What's the weirdest thing in your kitchen? My stick. Straight to it. My stick. <laughs> yes, indeed. Should we just no explanation, just a stick? It's just a stick, yeah. Because it, it can do everything. It can carry the pot when it's hot. It can smash up nuts. When yeah. we need it mashed uh, the vegetables that we had for dinner. You can use it as a rolling pin, though we don't have much evidence for rolled baked goods and things like that. Mm -hmm. But I use it for everything. Naughty people trying to steal stuff out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the ultimate multi-tool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my stick. And you're throwing things yeah, at me. Yeah, I'm throwing things. <laughs> Sorry. It's yeah. the wasps. Yeah. Yeah. We're under attack. <laughs> Get your own episode. And yourself? I don't quite think I have something weird and peculiar. No. We, we have designated stuff. Uh, I have a clay pot only for cheese mm. and a fireproof jug mm. only for making hot saft in the yeah. winter. So, but that's probably what people kind of also think. Do you actually have that? Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. For making sure people are warm and welfare mm. and stuff. It's things that helps in everyday life as a, as a modern Viking. Yeah. Your turn. It's oh, going to be something I've made now, isn't it? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. There's a lot of like weird stuff kind of hanging. Cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of tea in the cupboards, like dried leaves and dried petals. Marigold petals and black relief tea. That's and they normal. just kind of, <laughs> but they just kind of sit there at the back of the cupboard, and I'd reach for a jar and think, "What is this?" <laughs> that happens a lot in our kitchen. It's <laughs> just unspecified. Unspecified jar dried stuff in a jar, and <laughs> something yeah. that's been pickled, and there's, it's kind of floating around in the bottom, yeah. something unidentified. Yeah. But you pick up a jar, and there's like a scooby or something floating on the top. What are you I'm feeling called out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few things I don't pick up. I don't know if that's good, if it's supposed to look like that or not. I'm just going to put it away. <laughs> I think that's a typical biking kitchen. Lots of dried, unknown things going on. Yes, it's probably quite yeah. authentic, yeah. but it's somewhere. <laughs> yeah. What's the worst thing you've ever eaten? Um, whey fermented vegetables. Yeah. yeah. That's taste-wise. Yeah. That's way fermenting. Yeah. That that's just yeah. the worst. I think it's a flavour you have to grow up with and be yeah. really familiar with. I've never that, tried it. That yeah. sour bitterness and then we put it into a stew with lots of other things to see if that would tone down. Because we were trying different ways of preserving things. Yeah. And it yeah. didn't tone it down at all. It just made it never worked. Taste no. Of the so. fermentation. So yeah. Yeah. The only time I've tried to ferment stuff that way, it just went mouldy on top. It never actually. Preserved. No. You didn't get yeah. it to work, did you? No. It's not yeah. No, we had that with the first. Yeah. yeah. But then we weighed it down with st uh, boiled stones. Yeah. yeah. So it completely was covered. Yeah. Then it didn't go mouldy, but the, the, the 
taste um, is so intense. Yeah. You can, yeah. you, you can't water it down or anything. Yeah. It's not yeah. possible. It's interesting because I want to try and make a uh, bland as well. Mm. And that's basically way yeah. it's gone sour. So it must be very similar. Yeah. No. That flavor. Yeah, yeah, it will be. But look, you might like it. But yeah, we, I might we, like it. We <laughs> <laughs> but we were in agreement that that was not, yeah. no. not a flavor for us. That was an experiment we stopped right there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you want to answer that one? Uh, you asked me before, what did I say before? Don't say horse. That's what we said yeah. before. Probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know, some kind of mushroom. Oh, magic mushrooms. That's what I said before. This reveals a lot. <laughs> 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 You've just come out to the world. We must have been about 19, 20. <laughs> We did these magic mushrooms a couple of times, and I hate mushrooms. And I would normally just not eat them. Because <laughs> <laughs> someone had given them to me and we bought them. And we had all this advice from people that done it before, like, oh, make a pizza or make tea or put, fry them on toast. And it was just horrible. It was always horrible because mushrooms are horrible <laughs> all of the time. But the results. But that was the only time <laughs> I actually bothered to try and eat it. Normally I just go, no, I don't want to eat it. But I just, yeah, I ate them. They were still horrible. Yeah. And it wasn't just once. I might add. I'm getting us in more trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they That's were good fun. They were a lot of fun. <laughs> there was a lot of fun, but they don't taste good. They just don't. This extra the podcast Mushrooms is going to be... Mushrooms are not food. <laughs> 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 so, sorry guys, you missed that bit. <laughs> they're, they're good fun, but they're not food. Okay. Um, what's the most memorable meal you've ever had? Mm. i got to say that that summer when Bulben was cooking her... Uh, her special favorites, yeah. uh, favorite dishes. I would say uh, sheep testicles. Really? It's well, probably the most memorable because yeah. it's a thought that is horrible, yeah. but it actually tastes good. Mm. What about you? Um, you see, I thought it was going to be your favorite thing, so mine's a little different. And my no, it doesn't have to be memorable. My favorite thing that we made was chicken pie. On the that, fire. that is good. I actually made pie with crust and everything on the fire. Wow. And this was in, and I don't know if pie crust is something they would have bothered with, but it, yeah. was, uh, it was in February. And so it was really cold yeah. and it tasted amazing yeah. and it was warm. And yeah, that was just the best thing ever that I've made on a fire. Mm. Yeah. We yeah, have to have a fun. pause because there's a chicken in me. Yeah. In fact, several, <laughs> chickens. several chickens in me. I mean, we started with wasps, wasps, then chickens. The doorkeeper is not very good. We could be attacked by animals and insects. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And flies, because we, did, we do have flies. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, do you want to do that one as well? Most memorable, memorable meal. Uh, do you remember the lobster biscuit icing? No. We booked a tour. <laughs> Not very memorable. We booked a tour of a small and section a of coastline, and we got there, and it was just a guy uh, on yes. the bus. Sorry, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, who did it like as a as a part time job? He was a tour guide because he had a bus. Yeah. He had like a like a van basically, <laughs> and he drove a few yeah. of us around a small section of coastline. Same place we had fermented shark. To no, his yeah. favorite cafe. Yeah. Which was just a really small shack, and it was. Peeing it down with rain. I, mean, I think it was more there. for workers too. It was like on the docks. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. for tourists. Yeah. It was like for shipyard guys at this tiny place. And it was the most delicious thing I think I've ever eaten. Yeah. yeah. I think oh. my favourite food. We're not doing favourite food. <laughs> most memorable. Can I guess? I think it's candy. 
What's most Chocolate. memorable? What do you remember what's the, the best? Yeah. What's the most memorable meal? Uh, I got a few. So I got a <laughs> Chinese. Uh, <coughs> uh, Chinese and fish and chip and pizza. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like just a list of favourites. I mean, she's making us look bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she doesn't yeah. just eat Chinese and fish and chips and pizza. She eats Viking she gets, Age Chinese. She gets proper <laughs> fish and chips and pizza. <laughs> <It's> so nice. <laughs> Got back to the questions now, okay. Mm-hmm. Can I do some questions? Are you going to get questions when we do your episode? We've got to do all these. You've got your own episode. Yeah. You're taking over this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so very last question is, uh, you've died and your family and friends are preparing your grave goods. What food and drink are you taking to the feast in Valhalla? Chicken pie. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken pie. Washed down with? Washed down with some of that meal. It was very good, yeah. actually. Yeah, it was yeah. very nice. It's one. normally too sweet for me, but that one was really nice. Mm. But I would also add I want a battle spoon. Because my <laughs> spoons are not big enough, and I have spoon envy. Yeah. A lady online I saw with, like, a five-foot spoon, and I need a battle spoon. There's some pretty big it. ones the German guy. That's yeah, not big enough. not quite big no. enough, I'm afraid. No. Oh. I have to keep looking. <laughs> no, I would actually say... Uh, Horse jerky and yeah. a bottle of rum. Horse jerky, there's another one for me to try. I have a, we have a, a friend of ours who does uh, uh, traveling Vikings yeah. with horses and stuff. And she yeah. one year she uh, dried uh, horse meat mm. here at the center. Yeah, and we tried that. Good. That was amazingly good. Yeah. So I, I think actually that would be, as a, as a travel food and stuff like that, uh, yeah. that would be, be my travel food to, to Valhalla. Mm. Mm. It's a really nice peaty whiskey. Yeah. And a Chinese takeaway menu. Just the menu. Just the menu. Pull up from the afterlife. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to harm the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> 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 There's a theme here between you and Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's really bad timing. Fits. <laughs> They love my food, really. Yeah, yeah. They do, they do. Even though whenever we get home after an event, it's Chinese. <laughs> All right, well, thank you again for coming on. You're welcome. And for making us welcome in Denmark. It's been a lot of fun. I thought this was to make us feel at home. <laughs> yeah, it's like being at home. Lots of wind, lots of rain. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Bye. 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 If you enjoyed the show and want to hear more, remember to like and subscribe and give the show a rating. You can also help keep the show going by becoming a Patreon where you'll get early access to all episodes. Or check out my range of merch on my store. Links are in the episode description. Thanks for listening. <laughs>